Good afternoon, my good friends. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Welcome uh, to my uh, Periscope. Welcome to my live stream. Welcome to my podcast. It is uh, 2.12 in the the p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And the date is uh, Monday, January 28th of uh, 2019. We managed to live that long already without um, destroying our wonderful Western civilization. I have a a full live stream for us today. We're going to contact the White House in a few uh, minutes because uh, I am personally not happy what's going on with our foreign policy and no wall on the southern border. Um, I am about 12 miles east of uh, downtown Los Angeles. <coughs> Excuse me. Let me introduce myself. Uh, my name is uh, Andre uh, Lefevre. Andre Lefevre. I am an independent citizen uh, a journalist. My website is wildnews.us. I'm extreme. I am an extreme libertarian, and I practice something that is illegal now in our country. And that is, I practice the First Amendment. I love to mouth off on things political, things cultural, things uh, interesting. And my opinions are only my own. I represent no one but Andre Lefevre. I want to give somebody credit for inspiring me for this afternoon, uh, uh, for the afternoon Periscope uh, live stream uh, podcast. Uh, a very interesting young star. Periscope uh, star, the um, Twitter star by the name of Will Chamberlain, a uh, young, um, young lawyer out of Washington, D.C., uh, which I suspect harbors some political, uh, some political ambitions. Uh, I listened to his uh, Periscope uh, earlier today, and this is his Twitter. And I found it very much inspiring, and it, I wasn't going to Periscope today, but after listening to him, I decided to dig a little bit into what's going on with the, uh, uh, with the Venezuela situation in Washington, D.C., and I found some uh, situations there that are totally unacceptable. Uh, the only thing I want to say to Will, because I am one of your biggest fans, and I really enjoy what you're saying. Sir, please quit emulate Mike Cernovich. I know you have a cockamamie idea that you can reduce your fan base to the thinking people. If you continue uh, calling for people to quit following you, the only thing you're going to end up with is with uh, sycophants. People uh, that don't have any brains. So, uh, it Every follower is precious. Every one of the any, every one of the Americans that follow you, that believe in my principles, even if we disagree with the strategy, are precious. That's all I have to say. Please don't uh, emulate Mike Cernovich. The man has become irrelevant because of his uh, arrogance. Anyways, going back uh, to uh, to what I was saying, uh, we are being set up for amnesty and no wall. Uh, I am on, uh, and uh, after I'm going to set us up, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you a couple of stories, <coughs> read you a couple of paragraphs from a couple of stories, and after that, 
we're going to contact the White House and show our displeasure with what uh, our elected employee in the White House by the name of Donald Trump is doing. There's still no wall, and he's doing something in Venezuela that's absolutely, absolutely goes contrary to all the bugger principles. So, um, uh, we are, this is Bloomberg report, uh, the headline, uh, Trump sanction, sanctions Venezuela oil. Uh, let's read a couple of paragraphs. Bloomberg. President Donald Trump sanctioned Venezuela state-owned oil company uh, PDVSA and its central bank on Monday. Uh, the latest U.S. move uh, intends to raise pressure on the regime of President Maduro. Uh, National Security Advisor John Bolton told reporters that the White House that uh, Trump's uh, action will block seven billion in Venezuelan assets and reduce the company's exports by eleven billion over the next year. Uh, so. What's going on right now in, in that situation? Let me translate this into English. Instead of building, using his emergency powers to build the wall and protect us, the American citizens, from the illegal invasions of illegal Democrat voters, President Trump is projecting the power of the international, the globalist banking and oil elites into the Venezuela. He is not representing us. That move, it is emergency powers. He did not go to Congress with that. He uses his emergency powers to extend the globalist power elite uh, interest into Venezuela instead of, instead of taking care of his employees, us, the MAGA people. To make, uh, to put uh, an insult to injury, uh, this is a story from Breitbart. Rubio, people will be surprised how far Trump will go on DACA. And let me read you a couple of paragraphs of this sad story. Sunday on CNN's uh, <coughs> uh, State of the Union, Senator Marco Rubio, a Republican Florida, said people will be surprised at how much President Donald Trump will uh, do for people who have temporary protective status and those in the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, DACA program. Rubio said, quote, I said people will be surprised. Uh, you know, I'm not going to read that. Let me translate this situation, um, uh, situation into English. And you know what? It looks like I still have the wrong, um, the wrong date up here. Let me change it to the right date. It is um, 28th. And let's change it to the white color. Here we go. Now we have the right uh, date. Sorry about that, folks. I am a one-man operation, a true uh, citizen journalist. Uh, just me, myself, and I, and a um, in a computer application. I don't get paid for this. I just took an hour from my busy work Monday to do this. But anyways, what's going on is not complicated. Uh, we've been sold out, ladies and gentlemen, of the Patriot Movement. And I know it's, uh, some of you will be upset with me, but we've been sold out completely. President Trump, instead of using his uh, emergency powers, uh, powers, is uh, using those not to help us, the American citizens. He's using those to help the international banking and oil elite. Basically, he joined the globalists. Why he did that, if there's a big quote-unquote plan, I don't know. I don't know. I don't judge people 
uh, by what they tell me. I am 59 years old. I have learned you have to see what people do, not what they tell you. And I smell a rat. I have spent all weekend uh, fighting mice in my house. There is a colony of mice that decided to invade my uh, cupboard, illegal immigrant mice. So I cleaned it out, and I killed about seven of them with the, uh, with the mouse traps. I have one cat, a welfare kitty, because she got used to uh, getting free food. She wasn't catching them. So it took me to go out there and clean the MFR out <clears throat> and get rid of those mice, and I'm sure there will be more. Uh, we need to take that approach. Our welfare government is not doing the job is not doing an MFN job protecting us. They're only protecting the globalists. And I don't want to hear from uh, uh, from the people who say, well, there is a plan. Actually, I do want to hear because I want to have a rational discussion. Don't believe the words. Now, I found this, uh, this gem that President Trump, uh, uh, that President Trump uh, uh, tweeted earlier this morning. Let me, let me read it uh, to you. After all that I have done for the military, our great veterans, judges, uh, justices, tax and regulation cuts, the economy, emergency, trade, and much more, does anybody really think I won't build the wall? Done more in the first two years uh, than any president uh, make America great again. And let me, uh, let me just uh, type in a reply publicly. Uh, uh, sir, can I do this? You know what? It doesn't seem to be that uh, it, uh, I, I can do this while, um, while I'm on broadcasting. It's not letting me. So I prepared. Oh, here we go. Let's do this. Sir, it's not, uh, it's not doing it. So we're going to do this. I, uh, I prepared for this because I want to send a letter to the White House. So let me bring, um, let me bring uh, that up. Um, let's see here. Contact the White House. Uh, and uh, we're going to send... I pre-filled it already because I anticipated I'll have difficulty doing this. So that's what I wrote uh, to the president. Uh, Mr. President, what is stopping you from declaring the national emergency on our southern border? You have used that power today uh, for Venezuela. Are you representing the U.S. citizens or the citizens of Venezuela? The danger from the open southern border to those of us who voted for you is real. Please pay attention to us. Without us, you have no power. I signed it. Andre Lefevre, U.S. citizen, comma, your employer. So I am going to send it to, uh, thank you for your submission. So it went. So we just sent, uh, so we just sent the letter to, uh, to the White House. Now, let's continue with this because I found some other gems, and I'm purposefully using the, uh, uh Trumpian phraseology. <coughs> um, the next uh, headline, I it's not the headline, but that's how I uh, interpret it. 
our U.S. government treasury run out of the fiat money. It has simply ran, uh, run out of the electronic greenbacks. Our, our treasury simply has no money. And you know what? In a normal banking situation, there will be a calamity of the first degree. Uh, this is the headline from uh, Bloomberg. Guess what our wonderful banking elites do, the Federal Reserve. US, uh, US Treasury to borrow $1 trillion for a second year to finance the deficit. Think about this. What it means is that our government simply ran out of money. It means that our government lent money to the big, huge banks, and those huge, big banks actually run at a loss because they couldn't pay it back, enough back. So guess what? The Federal Reserve, and I'm, 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 uh, they're using complicated uh, words to describe a very simple action. Federal Reserve, out of thin air, created $1 trillion dollars distributed it to the crony international globalist banks who lent, lent it to the U.S. government at high interest. And then we, the American citizens, are expected to pay it back. Think this through, ladies and gents. Think this through. Let me repeat this. Our government ran out of money. Zero. No money. No fluidity. Because the big banks who had the money couldn't pay it back because they run at a loss. Federal Reserve created money out of thin air, gave it a virtually no interest to their crony banks that turned around and gave it and lent it to U.S. government at high interest. And guess who's paying it back? You and I do. You and I do. That's uh, that's what that, that's what's going on. Uh, going uh, to the next uh, headline. Uh, I hope you, ladies and gents, know what Posse Comitatus is. It's a old 19th century law. Uh, forgive me, I don't remember exactly. Uh, I don't remember exactly when it was passed. Uh, I think, but but civil uh, civil war uh, era time. Uh, yeah, which prohibited uh, the use of, um, just do this again, let me bring this up, the use of U.S. military uh, uh, within, uh, on the U.S. soil. Here's the, uh, here's the headline. Here is the headline, and I want to, uh, I want to load it. I guess I am so steamed that uh, it's not going as fast as I can. I need to get some patience here. Here's uh, here's the uh, here's the headline. Uh, Pentagon uh, document uh, documents the military's uh, growing domestic drone use, and this is on ZMAT.com. Nice picture of nice picture of the military drone. Let me read you a couple of paragraphs. The Pentagon this month published new data on its domestic drone use, uh, documented 11 missions during 2018 fiscal year. This is up from 11 missions over the entire span of the 2011 through 2017 as noted by then Gillinger co-director or, or Brad the College Center for study on the drone. Now um, they claim they only use that for um, uh, natural emergencies such as fires and floods 
For one thing, I don't believe for a second there are only 11 uh, missions run. <clears throat> and uh, I have not I have not seen a drone in the sky you know, over the California. I've seen other weird stuff flying right above me, but no drones. But I have seen more reports, more than 11 reports, of people seeing drones flying in the sky, especially in the rural areas. So what in the Lord's creation is going on? I think my patience with the federal government has run out. And I have a feeling that most of the Patriots' patience has run out. Um, I think this week, I don't know if I have time to do another uh, live stream uh, tomorrow, but I'll probably do it Wednesday. I have some ideas because many people who are much brainier than I am are putting up the suggestions. But this globalist takeover of our, uh, of our federal government and uh, our employee Trump pussyfooting with them, uh, playing doctor, and uh, I don't want to go. I don't want to go there. I don't want to have any double entendres here. I'm way too pissed off. Him, uh, uh, him playing games with them looks like he is being led by those globalists. Is absolutely unacceptable. <clears throat> I have not lost my support for President Trump because there's no alternative. But I am uh, now actively watching other politicians and other personalities whom uh, I may be able to vote if they run, if they decide to primary Trump. Because I honestly think we need a real patriot to primary Trump, not necessarily to kick his ass and kick him out of office, but maybe kick his ass and bring him back to the reality. So he'll represent us, the American citizens, and not the globalist interests. Uh, moving uh, on. The uh, next story. Let's 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 go to the uh, to the Middle East. Let's go to the Middle East because I think it's an important story that I really haven't seen anywhere uh, besides this particular you know, publication. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, it's loading. It's loading. It's loading. Uh, this is actually uh, from uh, a Russian language. Show. Uh, uh, publication. So let's translate this into English. I'm using the Chrome uh, translator. Uh, let's see here. Now let's use this one. Uh, it is uh, translating, and it's uh, Express Gazette. This is uh, this is the name of uh, the uh, the Russian language publication, uh, and uh, it is quite interesting. I have not seen any English. Uh, it is not. It is not translating. All right, I'll translate it. Oh, here we go. Turkey boasts opium economy, and uh, let me read you a couple of paragraphs. Against the background of talks between Vladimir Putin and um, and uh, Erdogan, a curious detail surfaced about Turkey's exotic business. It turns out that this country is, is the world leader in the production of opium. There are 54% of uh, all poppy planted areas in the world. 70,000 farmers in 13 provinces grow this crop. Moreover, quite legally, it was Turkish uh, breeders who cultivated varieties of plants with the highest opium content. 95% of the um, uh, superfine product is officially shipped overseas. The largest buyer is the United States, uh, where it is used for medical purposes. As we know, an old woman can be uh, an old an old woman. I think 
I think it's an odd translation for the poppy seed. It can be planted for several scarlet flowers growing her 600 square meters. Um, this is an old, this is an old business started out by British by flooding China with, uh, with opium in the 19, uh, late 18th and uh, 19th century. This is what our government in Turkey is doing to us right now. Uh, they are uh, apparently our closest ally. Uh, Turkey is uh, shipping um, opioids to the United States. And you know what? Uh, the article says it's all legal. Bullshit. It's not all legal. And the question also comes up, why can't big uh, globalist pharma buy opium and the private citizens cannot? Why are they smarter than we are? They have more rights than we are? Uh, this is a periscope for another day. Moving on. Uh, very strange uh, story I found uh, last week. Uh, as you know, in uh, uh, European Union, Makimax met in Davos. All the uh, just, uh, let me just see if I can bring this story up. Excuse me, ladies and gents. Here we go. Um, for some weird reason, uh, and I really didn't expect that, uh, I, I really didn't expect it, uh, the EU monkey monks are talking anti-China. This is from uh, uh, South China Morning Post. Uh, warning to China. Reforms are, t are taking too long and Germany may be about to get tough. Don't forget that Germany is now controlling European Union. Angela Merkel realized Hitler's dream of a unified Europe under German control. Now, EU, for all practical purposes, is under German control. So when I read the story, keep that in mind. <coughs> Excuse me. Chamber of Commerce survey shows a growing uh, impatience for Beijing's to tackle issues like intellectual property rights and market access. In recent weeks, calls have uh, grown in Berlin for a sharper line on China. Here is... Um, uh, China will face a very difficult year with its uh, trading partner Germany as European powerhouse is losing patience with Beijing. So, um, and this is Angela Merkel shaking somebody's hand. I, I'm not sure who this Chinese official is, probably president uh, or chairman of, um, uh, of China. Uh, here's a companion story that I found. Um... And this is, uh, surprisingly, uh, our favorite Nazi collaborator, uh, George Soros, uh, came up with an anti-China um, anti rant. And uh, here, here it is. Um, let's see here. Let me see if I can bring it up. I thought I did. 
here we go. Uh, let me cut and paste this link. Again, I apologize, ladies and gents. I'm a one-man operation. Here we go. This one is from uh, BeijingNews.net. Uh, a nice picture of this Nazi collaborator, uh, George Soros. The headline. Chinese president, uh, uh, most dangerous enemy of free society, according to Soros. Let me read a couple of paragraphs. China on Friday hit uh, hit out at China on Friday hit out at a speech of by billionaire investor George Soros, in which he referred to President Jinping as the most dangerous enemy of free societies. Soros told a fringe event at the Davos Economic Forum on. Uh, Thursday, that the that the ruling Chinese Communist Party's high-tech surveillance regime constituted a threat to liberty. China is not the only authoritarian regime in the world, but it is the wealthiest, strongest, and technologically more advanced. Soros said, "I don't know what to to make of it. Um, don't really know what to make uh, to make of this, but um, I suspect uh, I suspect he's involved in some uh, negotiations with China." And uh, feels the need to kick him. Otherwise, uh, uh, globalists usually walk in lockstep with the Chinese uh, communists. Uh, moving on a little bit more about China. Uh, there is a once in a while, Chinese for whatever reason release they uh, their dis dissidents, and they have a few. This one uh, is also from uh, BeijingNews.net. Uh, uh, Tortured Chinese dissident arrives in the United States via Taiwan. Let me read you a couple of paragraphs. Chinese rights activist Wang Yan, a former uh, torture victim who spoke out publicly in support of rights lawyer uh, uh, Go Zhisteng, arrived in the United States on Friday after being granted political asylum. Huang had previously uh, applied for asylum in Taiwan after abandoning a fight from Jakarta to Beijing during stopover at the Democratic Island last June. So, at least, uh, at least we're doing something uh, about that horrible regime. Moving on, more, more, Ch uh, more China news. And this is something that I fear actually is coming to the United States. When I read you uh, this story, um, think very carefully because there are vestiges, but that this particular situation is coming to the United States. Um, here is the headline, and this is uh, uh, the inquirer.net. Chinese citizens with poor social credit rating to be barred from public transport. Uh, let me read it to you. The Chinese government will implement the latest phase of its uh, Black Mirror-esque Black Mirror uh, social credit system on uh, 1st of May, which we're talking about last year, which uh, will see citizens who have a poor social credit rating barred from planes and trains. <coughs> China's social credit system is coordinated by the central uh, a leading group for uh, comprehensively uh, deepening reforms. It mashes together information gleaned from a variety of sources in order to give every citizen a social rating, a social credit rating. 
This includes data from the country's social insurance databases and the criminal record system, as well as information uh, uh, gleaned online. It is intended to penalize not just citizens who have failed to pay fines or taxes, for example, but also people for government uh, deems guilty of spreading false information and causing trouble. So, um, then let's, uh, let's, let's speak English uh, down here. We're all adults. What they're doing is that anybody who doesn't uh, think the way the Chinese government wants to think turns into a slave. They can't travel, they can't do anything. Um, eventually they'll, they'll perish in, uh, in the uh, death camps that China have. And this is the idea that's real close to what, um, what American uh, left uh, wants to do. Now, um, China has a uh, very elaborate facial recognition system called Skynet. <coughs> Pretty much everywhere in China especially in large cities, there are cameras with, with facial, uh, centralized facial uh, recognition program. So if you jaywalk, uh, you will be fined. They'll find you. You can't just anonymously do anything. Now, interestingly, Chinese found a way to fight this in a passive way uh, because uh, of the pollution in the large uh, uh, municipalities in China. Many people claiming that the, uh, the air is unhealthy, they wear face masks. Uh, the real reasons why Chinese wear face masks has nothing to do with pollution. They simply don't want uh, the facial recognition uh, program to recognize them. Now, uh, in uh, Southern California, in the Los Angeles area, there's a lot of uh, fresh uh, Chinese immigrants, and you see a lot of them wearing masks in California. And quite frankly, we don't have, uh, I mean, there are bad days of smog, but most of the time, especially when Sarayanas are blowing, the air is actually very nice. Yet they still wear the masks. <coughs> so it has nothing to do with pollution. Uh, Chinese are known for high IQ. So this is a passive way to protect themselves from the intrusive uh, Chinese, uh, uh, Chinese AIs. Moving on. And this is a very sad story out of China. Very, very sad story out of China. Um, there is a um, there is a national group of nomads called Uyghurs that, uh, in pre-industrial age, used to uh, travel between Mongolia, Siberia, Russia. China, place that's now called Kazakhstan, <coughs> and uh, they have adopted a, they have they have adopted a, a faith of Islam. Now uh, it is not the aggressive form of Islam that we see on the in the Saudi Arabia among the Sunnis and the Shiites. Even nominally, they are probably Sunnis. Realistically, their form of Islam. Incorporated a lot of the, um, a lot of the native, uh, a lot of the, a lot of the na native religions that come. Some will come from the Buddhist tradition. Uh, others come uh, with polytheistic um, uh, traditions. There are a lot of a lot of pagan rituals that they have. Well, um, 
I am on uh, uh, on uh, on uh, uh, AMN. Uh, the headline is Xiaoping uh, China ignores lessons uh, from the past, and uh, this is an Arab publication. Uh, and uh, let me see if I can bring the story read the story. Again, I'm not sure where AMN comes from. Almasadarnews.com maybe comes from the Emirates. I, I, I have not looked before I found it. Somebody sent it to me. Let me read you a couple of paragraphs. A Chinese campaign to forcibly assimilate ethnic Uyghurs in the northwestern province of uh, Xiaoping is <coughs> a bid to erase the national sentiment, counter militancy, and create an Uyghur Islam with Chinese characteristic. Ignores lessons not only from recent Chinese history, but also the experience of others. The campaign reminiscent of failed attempts to undermine Uyghur's culture during the Cultural Revolution involves the creation of a surveillance state of the future uh, and the forcing education of a large number of uh, Turkic Muslims. In what amounts to an attempt to square a circle, China is trying to reconcile the free flow of ideas inherent to open borders, trade, and travel with the efforts to fully control the hearts and minds of its population. Uh, in, uh, in doing so, uh, it has uh, ignored lessons of the recent history, including the fallout of selective support for militants of the region to neutralize nationalism that risk letting uh, genie out, uh, out of the bottle. Um, those are sort of uh, veiled threats that there will be uh, terrorist acts by uh, Muslims in the northern province. Realistically, is yes. uh, this is uh, somebody? Uh, this is an Islamic publication that is uh, has a certain jihadi philosophy. From one, from what I can see, realistically, it's a human tragedy where about a million of Uyghurs uh, are right now in the death tra in, a, in 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 the Chinese death camps being exterminated, and nobody's doing anything about it. I'm afraid there won't be a Uyghur left within the next few years. So simply, just like um, Adolf Hitler uh, exterminated uh, Western and Central European Jews and Gypsies, uh, there are some Central European countries now that used to have large Jewish population have none. Uh, I think that's the way that China is doing with Uyghurs. There pretty soon will be no Uyghurs within the borders of China. They do exist, uh, thank God, outside of China, in, uh, in parts of Russia, and I think parts of Kazakhstan. But as far as uh, uh, Chinese Uyghurs, it looks like they'll be exterminated. And uh, everybody's silent about it. Everybody is that there's uh, U.S. government is doing nothing about it. The Western European powers are doing nothing about it. Russia is doing nothing about it. Kazakhstan is doing nothing about it. Nobody's doing nothing about it with women and children and uh, and uh, men and old men being exterminated. I, You know what? Uh, I don't know what I can do about it except talk about it, but it's something that needs to be talked about it more often. Um, let's see if I have anything else for us today. Uh, you know what? This is about it. Before... Uh, uh, before I call it a day, uh, let's, um, 
let's look at uh, let's let, let's look at the uh, let's look at, at the news. Let's see uh, if I can quickly look at here. Well, you know what? It's not cooperating. I'm on Drudge. Uh, I'm on Drudge Report. Let's see what Drudge thinks is the news. Chicago coldest ever frostbite in minutes. Minus 60 wild chill in Minneapolis. All right, that's what Drudge Report thinks. It's uh, news today. I'm a little disappointed, but that's what, um, what Matt Drudge thinks is the news. Uh, let's see. Uh, this is um, New York Times website. And give it a second to load. When uh, I'm periscoping, uh, get slow. Okay, top uh, top left. Uh, Taliban and U.S. agreed to draft peace framework. I guess uh, they agreed how to divide opium uh, opium money. Just kidding. Just kidding. I don't know if I'm kidding, but just kidding. Uh, Washington Post. Let's see what Washington Post uh, has to say. Top uh, top left. Justice Department charges uh, Hayway with fraud. Uh, uh, ratcheting up U.S.-China tensions. Um, this is a Chinese uh, businesswoman. I think she was extradited or being extradited from uh, from Canada. Uh, probably this week I'll bring you the full story, um, or you can just just read. Uh, go to uh, uh, Google it yourself or go to the Washington Post. But that's what. Um, that's what the Washington Post uh, thinks is the most important story of the day. Um, all right, guys, uh, really appreciate uh, you joining me. Uh, this is my website, wildviews.us. Uh, if for some reason you want to contact me, just go to the contact uh, information tab. Uh, all my contact information is there. My phone number is there, but I suggest if you don't know me personally, email me first. Um appreciate you joining me a lot more, a lot more than <coughs> a lot more than I can ever express in words, whether you agree with me or disagree with me. Thank you very much for joining me. Uh have a blessed day and I'll speak to you later this week. Have a blessed day, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. God bless you. <laughs>